Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Uh, my name is Justin, and this is Clay. C-L-A-Y, Clay, the podcast for Christian men desiring to be greatest leaders, always yearning for more Jesus in their life, for more of Him. And uh, it's been uh, it's been a little over a week since we've uh, last posted. Uh, that is partially due to me losing and not having enough of a voice to actually record and make it through an episode uh, for you. So uh, we're back uh, full steam ahead. Uh, for uh, one to two episodes a week uh, going forward. And uh, this is the podcast uh, for you to uh, start the conversation with other men in your life, uh, to uh, draw closer to one another, sure, but to encourage one another to draw closer to uh, Jesus in in your relationships uh, and to do more, to be more uh, active and uh, resilient in your faith and to live it out, uh, to be the courageous leaders uh, that we are called to be, that God calls us to be as men, uh, and to uh, make sure that He is our priority as we are always uh, yearning for more of Him. We recently uh, celebrated uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, Good Friday festivities and such, uh, and I, I don't know about you, uh, but <laughs> the holidays are an interesting, interesting time. Uh, it's always interesting to see uh, what uh, the media, what uh, our large corporations, uh, what everybody's going to do around the marketing of uh, the holidays and uh, what advertisements they're going to put out and what seems to be the priority or the emphasis of such holidays, uh, such as, uh, of course, Easter. I, I, I don't know what's more uh, crazy to me. If you've got kids uh, in the room, you may want to uh, plug their ears uh, for for this part, but I don't know what's more crazy to me, uh, Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny, uh, and I don't know uh, what is uh, even more more crazy uh, is is how many people uh, celebrate both. And I'm not going to say that we don't have our traditions as as well, uh, but the the celebration, the emphasis of these these things, it just seems to year after year become more and more prevalent, and uh, year after year. I know that uh, my wife and I were always having conversations about uh, certain traditions uh, that come with uh, the the world uh, that uh, can be very distracting from the main purpose of uh, some of these days that we've set aside to recognize. And so uh, we're always having uh, conversations uh, and as a result about uh, our traditions growing up, things that we enjoyed growing up and that uh, were, were fun things to do. And where those things seem to be going today and how much of an emphasis uh, they are and, and, and different steps that we can take to go against uh, those uh, holiday traditions or uh, to put them in their proper place when it comes down to celebrating as a family or gathering with friends and not allowing them to be the focal point of such days. Uh, there's no way that an Easter basket or Easter egg hunts are going to uh, overshadow uh, what happened on Resurrection Sunday and the fact that uh, Jesus rose from the dead. That is a, uh, a paramount, paramount staple of our faith. And uh, a really, I mean, without it, there, there isn't Christianity. There's just, uh, there's just being good people till we die. There's, uh, and, and we'll dive into that uh, more, uh, more in a later episode, I'm sure. But these are things that we should be thinking about. These are things that we should be considering and that we should be uh, paying attention to and at the very least uh, being willing to have uh, dialogue about. Uh, and that's where I think uh, much of 
this podcast can be uh, utilized as a resource for, for you in uh, your life, your men's groups, and your Bible studies is to have dialogue, to start conversations, to take uh, something that we talk about in an episode. Maybe it's one of these shorter episodes. Maybe it's a, a longer uh, a longer conversation style episode. Uh, and uh, taking these these things, these things that we talk about, and having further conversation, uh, building upon that. Uh, let this be a stepping stone to uh, actually diving into some of these topics and, and getting into uh, what you may reference as the, the nitty-gritty or being a bit vulnerable or authentic with uh, the, the men in, in, in your life group or your, your men's groups or your Bible studies, whatever it may be, and actually uh, making some progress towards some uh, serious change in our lives as we desire to be those courageous leaders always yearning for more of Him. So my question to you is, uh, it's been a week and a half since we uh, celebrated uh, the resurrection. How's it going? What's uh, what, what now? What's, uh, what, what's life looking like for you today? If you uh, think back to uh, the, the, the actual days after, uh, after Jesus rose, uh, after he died, after he rose, the disciples of his followers were like uh, in, in a bit of a, a, a daze and, and some confusion until he started to uh, appear to them and, and minister to them and to, uh, to continue to guide them after death. It's an interesting thing. To, uh, to consider, uh, to think about, and then to uh, think about for you and in, in, in your life. Is it that uh, Resurrection Sunday, do we celebrate Easter and then go back to life as usual? Or, or have, have you experienced life change? Have you experienced uh, some radical change in your life because of what Jesus has done? How quickly can we set aside time for uh, an emphasis on a specific aspect of our faith and then turn to life as normal and act like it's uh, just a cool thing that we're going to celebrate again uh, a year from now. The, the the truth is resurrection. I mean, that should be something that we're thinking about every single day. That should be something that we're uh, considering every single day as we engage in our workplaces and our families and with those around us, at the grocery store, etc., uh, in our coffee shops, wherever we may be, those are those are those are great places to be thinking about uh, what it means for Jesus to have conquered the grave and to have conquered death, and what that means for uh, your life and those around you, those that don't know, those that don't understand uh, the significance of that feat, the significance of that miracle, the significance of that event. And so, my question again is: is, is now what? Now what? The disciples were asking the question, now what? And I'm asking the question to you today, now what? What is it that changed in your life when Jesus entered? When uh, Jesus became part of your life, uh, what what in your life changed? Is that not something that uh, is worth passing on and giving away to other people? I think so. I hope that you do too if you've uh, read uh, the God's Word at, at all, then you would agree. If you've been in your Bible at, at all, then, then you would agree that uh, our mission, our reasoning, uh, the, the, the thing that we should be uh, emphasizing and building our life around is living a life for Him, expanding His kingdom, because the reality is there's heaven and there's hell. 
There's eternally worshiping and drawing closer to uh, God and enjoying Him more and more and more. And then there's eternal separation and distance from and destruction. And that that's a, a heavy, a, a heavy load to to discuss, sure. But that's I mean, it's just life. It's just a fact of life. And so the the question now, what? Is, is aimed and directed at you and your life, your habits, the things that you prioritize, the things that you think about, the things that you pray about, or do you pray, the things that you say are uh, important in your life, are they? So the question being, now what's, is, what's, what's the result? What's the change? What's the, what, what's the movements that you're going to gain from uh, something such as Jesus raising from the grave? Or are you going to wait until next year to be moved, to be motivated to share the gospel with somebody who doesn't know? Are you going to wait and hope that you get that, that, uh, that motivation or that inspiration to do it a year from now? You know, Maybe you had an opportunity to invite somebody to go to church with you on Easter Sunday because Easter is one of those days where uh, you get to invite people to church and they come for some for some reason, they don't really know, but they, they come anyway. Uh, maybe you chose not to invite somebody, so you're going to hold off and, and wait until till next year. Well, why not invite them next week? Why not invite them to a cup of coffee and just have a conversation? Why not get engaged in this relationship at more than the surface level that it currently is and, and dive a bit deeper with somebody? Maybe it's taking that opportunity at uh, lunchtime in your workplace to just talk to somebody, get to know their life, get to know what they believe, get to know uh, what it is that's uh, what is it that haunts them at night. Peeling back the the layers of these conversations isn't rocket science. It's not it's not one two three steps to uh, trick somebody into Christianity. It's getting to know them, getting to know their heart, their story, you will have opportunities if you're getting to know other people to allow them to get to know you. And then that's where you get the the decision to let them know who you really are or to keep things uh, locked away and pretend like they don't exist. That's an, an interesting, interesting paradigm, isn't it? You have uh, opportunities to get to know others, and then they want to get to know you, and they ask about you and your faith or your upbringing or your background. And instead of uh, being bold with uh, what you believe and being bold with the truth, you tiptoe around it. You wouldn't want to cause offense to anybody now, would you? You wouldn't want to upset the apple cart. You wouldn't want to upset the relationship, right? But the truth is... You have the you you have the gift. You have the answer for them for their life, and it's your responsibility to give that to them. It's your responsibility to share that. And again, it's not rocket science. It's not the most complicated, tricky conversation that you're ever going to have with somebody. Really, it's about getting to know somebody else. It's about getting to know their life. It's about getting to know who they are what they think about life, what they think about death, what they think about whatever it is. It could be a current event that's happening. Hey, what do you think about that? That's an interesting thing. What, 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 does, that, what does that make you think about? 
Or why? Why is it that you think that way? Interesting. Get involved and get interested in the lives of other people and you'll find. You'll find that they're going to get interested and wonder about you. And there you go. You have an opportunity to uh, be uh, be an example in their life of someone who isn't thinking like the world, isn't making decisions like the world, and isn't living uh, a part of the world, in the world, but not a part of it. We shouldn't blend in. We shouldn't blend in to the point that uh, we, uh, we, we don't look different, we don't act different, and we don't speak different than our, our counterparts. The, the, the reality is people should look at our lives and go, wow, what is it that you have that I don't? What is it? I tell me. What is what's the answer here? Because I I need whatever you have. I need that. That should be uh, the ev- that should be evidenced in the way that we live our lives, the way that we uh, move and walk and talk. And so, here's the question again: Now what? Jesus rose from the grave. He conquered death. He gave you the great commission. So now what? Now what? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do because of it? Who are you because of it? As men, we are to be courageous leaders, always yearning for more Jesus in our lives. The effect and the result of a courageous leader stepping up, desiring more, more, and more Jesus in your life, prioritizing that relationship first and making your decisions for life through that lens is going to and should lead to many opportunities to reach other people, to evangelize and to share the gospel, to share the truth, to share the reason for the hope that you have in life today. And if you're not having those conversations, if you don't have those relationships developing and growing then you're not living out your faith. That's the truth. That is the reality. If you don't have non-Christian friends, if you don't have non-Christian relationships, then you're not living out your faith. You're not making disciples. You're not growing. You're just not. You're not developing uh, your relationships. Obviously, if, if, if you are in a a uh, sounding board of, of all of your uh, friends are, are just the same and, and talking the same and living the same and, uh, and and don't think that they need any more Jesus in their lives, then you're missing out. You're missing out on the fact that there are people everywhere who don't know Jesus and who have a gap in their life, who have a void in their life that they're filling with all sorts of other stuff. You and I have both done it. We still are tempted to do it. We're still tempted to fill this void in our lives with other things, aren't we? If you want to make an impact for the kingdom, if you want to make an impact in the lives of your neighbors, those that are acquaintances, then start becoming friends with them. Grab a cup of coffee. Take them to lunch. Invite their family over to have dinner with your family. You don't have to get super creative to figure these things out. You just have to be courageous enough and willing enough to do it. 
Who cares what they think about you after the fact? Who cares if they uh, think that you're a little weird because you love Jesus? Because you have a hope for life, because you have a belief that drives you forward to uh, have an impact, to have uh, a, a, a relationship with somebody who doesn't know Jesus, so that you can uh, continue to build that and be an example in their life. If you don't have non-Christian friends, if you're not spending time developing those relationships, then I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll say it again, you're not living out your faith. You are uh, a silo, you are retreating to what's comfortable, what's easy, and, and what doesn't rock the boats, what doesn't give opportunity for offense. And you know what? we got to start offending each other more in our churches anyway. we got to be willing to uh, speak the truth with one another in love, but speak the truth with one another. We have to be willing in our men's groups to call one another out on our excuses and our, our, our desires to uh, find the path of least resistance and to maintain a level of ease and complacency in our lives because we just want to focus on uh, getting to work and getting our jobs done and getting our, our paycheck and, and buying the things that we want to enjoy and enjoying our homes and, 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 and all of these things. These things are great. Enjoy your home. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the bless, enjoy the blessings that uh, have been bestowed upon your life. Steward them well. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if that's where life ends for you, then you're missing out. You're not living out your faith. Get uncomfortable. Have a conversation. Get to know somebody. You don't have to share your story. Just listen to theirs. People love to talk about themselves. People love to talk about themselves. You just got to get them going. You just got to get them going. And trust in the Holy Spirit to guide you. Trust, trust that you're going to have the words to say when it's time to say them. That's a promise. That's a promise from Jesus. You're going to have the words. You'll know what to say. You're, you're going to have it. And so what are you holding back from? What are you afraid of? Oh, you're afraid of what somebody else might think about you because you care enough to get uncomfortable enough to open up a conversation that could lead them to eternal life with God, to filling that void in their life, to a radical life change. That's what you're afraid of? Hmm. Hmm. Write that down and read it back to yourself. I'm sorry I'm not willing to talk about this because I'm afraid that you might think that I'm insane. I'm sorry I'm not willing to talk about this with you because you might be offended. But the result is, if I don't share this with you, you may end up spending eternity in hell. So, my bad. Your eternity in hell was not enough motivation for me to get a little uncomfortable and to have this conversation with you and to share my testimony, to share what Jesus has done in my life. Come on, guys. Courageous leaders, always yearning. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the podcast today. Thank you for uh, listening this far in the episode. If you heard something today, if there was a, a comment, if there was a moment where uh, you thought about carrying this conversation further with uh, other uh, other brothers, then, then share it. Press that share button, share the episode, share the podcast. That is uh, the way that we will grow this podcast is by uh, sharing it and uh, and having further conversations. Let this be 
a launch pad. Let this be a springboard into further conversations for you. And don't let this be a dead end for you. Thank you guys. Have a good one.